Hello, and welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. This week's episode was inspired by a conversation I had on the weekend. There were a group of us standing around, and as <laughs> the token medium in the group, I always have so many different questions. People are asking me all sorts of different questions. And this week, the theme was around what do crossed over loved ones see when they're in our space? Are they watching us when we're brushing our teeth? Are they watching us when we're shagging? Are they watching us taking a shower? Are they watching us when we're picking our nose? Our token male in the group was asking that question. <laughs> Is my grandma watching me when I'm picking my nose? <laughs> Are they watching us when we, you know, when we secretly wish that somebody trips and falls? Are they watching us when we're driving and we flip somebody off? Are they are they watching us when we make a colossal error in judgment and we just want to crawl under a rock? Are they watching this? Are they watching all of these different experiences? And so this is something that that I've had to look at in my own life. And after reading for thousands of people over the years, this is something that has come up time and time again. And this directly correlates with the fear that can come up for people around mediumship, around spirit communication, around connecting with crossover loved ones and connecting into the hereafter, the other side, whatever you'd like to call that. There is oftentimes a fear of the unknown of what that looks like. And so this weekend, it was really quite entertaining as we had this discussion. And of course, we were laughing our heads off. And um, <laughs> it was, you know, I asked, I always ask, okay, guys, what are we talking about on the podcast today? And this is the title. Do crossed over loved ones watch you when you're shagging? <laughs> so there was um, a lovely client of mine uh, named Rose. This was from years ago. And she has graciously um, allowed me to share her story. She said, oh my God, share it. It's, it's too funny not to. So she came to see me in the hopes of connecting with her recently deceased grandmother. Her grandmother was her favorite, favorite, favorite person. And they had a very strong bond and a very strong connection. And um, she was absolutely devastated when her grandmother left the physical. And so during her reading, Rose's grandmother brought up a very private moment that no one could possibly know about. So about a week before Rose came in to see me, um, she was getting ready for some sexy time with her husband when her negligee brushed against a lit candle and actually caught on fire. <laughs> she ran into the kitchen, splashed water all over her nightie, and that was when her grandmother saw her. And so when I brought this up, Rose screamed. She covered her face. She started laughing. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And she just laughed her head off. And then when she stopped laughing, she got very serious. <laughs> she looked at me and she's like, oh, did my grandmother watch us shagging? Oh my God, what did my grandmother see? Oh my God, what did she, did she, Jason was naked running around in the kitchen. Oh my God. She's like, what did my grandmother see? Oh my God. With this horrified look on her face, I reassured her that her grandmother did not. And that in fact, 
Grandma was adamant that she would not intrude in that way. And she left immediately. I could see her. She was, <laughs> she was literally covering her eyes <laughs> as Jason ran into the kitchen naked. She covered her eyes and turned and gone. And she was back, gone back into the afterlife. And Rose said, oh, thank God. <laughs> she said, can you imagine if they all sat around eating popcorn while we got busy? <laughs> and that still cracks me up to this day. <laughs> it just, it's like, maybe for them, it's like watching Netflix. It's like, oh, look, they're going to get it. They're going to get busy. Bring some Twizzlers. I'd like some popcorn. Let's get ready to watch. <laughs> right? So we just roared. Oh my gosh. We laughed and we laughed and we laughed some more. And then after, after Rose left, after we, we were able to bring Grandma in and, and give her uh, those, you know, the beautiful validation and the messages and to let her know the signs that her grandmother was leaving for her, the signs and the symbols to let her know that she was with her. And, you know, we were able to come in and, you know, give her, you know, those beautiful messages of hope and inspiration and, and help her to really understand when her grandmother was near and that she was experiencing her grandmother's energy and her love from the other side. So after she left, I began to wonder if the deceased do in fact respect our privacy. You know, are they with us when we are in the shower? Do they watch us when we get dressed? Uh, you know, are they hanging 10 at the nudist beach with us, you know, <laughs> what, what exactly do they see? And are there universal privacy laws that are in place? And so first of all, let me explain how it works after you choose to leave the physical world. And yes, it is a choice. And this is something for another completely different episode later on. But yes, we do on a soul level choose when we are going to leave the physical realm. So we decide, you know, there's a choice made, there's something that comes up and we leave the physical world. So we've left our physical body, we're in the afterlife, on the other side, in heaven, whatever that looks like for you. And after a period of acclimation, you know, we're getting used to not having a body, we're getting adjusted to the energies and the different frequencies. Perhaps there's a reunion with our loved ones already in the afterlife, or, or maybe, you know, we go through a life review to see how our soul experienced life on earth. You're basically faced with a myriad of different possibilities. And from this space, you can choose to fully complete your last incarnation and reincarnate into another new life, having the slate cleared, so to speak, or you can choose to stay in the afterlife Perhaps you'd like to continue your soul's evolution on the other side. You'd like to, uh, you know, watch over your cross over loved ones as, as a guide. Uh, perhaps you'd like to, uh, you know, watch your grandkids grow up. Maybe you'd like to tour, you know, different dimensions of the universe and different galaxies and, and learn and explore. And maybe you just want to take a rest. Maybe you just came through a real a real upheaval of a life and you just want to, you know, have some downtime and really start to figure out where you want to go. If you want to go play with the aliens or if you want to just stay in the afterlife and, you know, mess with the, the family dog and just check in on your family, make sure they're okay. So think of it as, as hovering. You can still tune into what's happening here on earth, but it's not your main focus anymore. And in fact, there are so many so many crossover loved ones that come through in readings that don't associate with their name anymore. 
we know them as, you know, Uncle Russell or, you know, my Aunt Mary, uh, my grandmother Monica. We know our loved ones by that specific name. And for the vast majority of them, once they leave the physical, they want to leave everything behind. They want us to thrive and live an incredible life, and they're no longer connected to their name, which I find really quite fascinating. And so, again, when we leave the physical, we're not, we're not focused on the earth plane. And if our loved one dies, uh, perhaps they were ill, they were in a lot of pain. When they leave the physical body, they're no longer in pain. They're no longer, um, you know, dealing with the effects of cancer or any other sort of illness or recovering from a trauma or an accident. Um, you know, they're not experiencing any of those physical, physical, physicalities, if you will. And their, their soul is at, at peace on the other side. They, they really have left any drama, trauma, um, ego-based um, aspects of their earthly experience, and now they're on the other side. And from the other side, they have a huge vantage point where, again, they get to look at and experience all of the choices that they've made when they were here. They get to look at that and review that in what we call um, a life review, where they can see the impact of their choices and their behaviors on the people that they love, the people that were closest to them. And so there's a huge, huge opportunity for uh, continued growth on the other side. And, and our loved ones are vicariously living through us, vicariously learning through us, vicariously expanding their soul's journey, even on the other side, when they're no longer in a physical body. But whatever we are experiencing and working on and growing through, they are along for the ride with us. And you can connect with your loved ones. You don't need to be a medium to connect with your loved ones on the other side. I tell this to people all the time. Yes, I am a lifelong medium. I, you know, remember seeing crossover loved ones as I refer to them as the see-through people. I saw them everywhere. And I communicated with angels and loved ones from a very young age. And everyone has that ability and that capacity if they choose it, if they choose it. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, well, I'm intuitive. We're all intuitive. We can all connect to it into, you know, crossover loved ones. But mediumship is a different frequency. And we've spoken about this in other, in other episodes. Basically, it's, it's like an old fashioned radio dial. And so your intuition will be one dial, 95.3 and 95 seven could be your angels and maybe 97 seven could be you know your crossover loved ones so it really is a different frequency a different vibration to connect in with, with crossover loved ones but you can and you can experience that i am asked this countless times during the week during my days um you know I experienced, I had this dream, you know, was that really my loved one? Yes. I saw lights flickering. Was that really them? Yes. There is a a bird that stays in our, our yard. And every time I'm in the backyard, this bird is always there. It's the same bird and it has this distinct marking on its left wing. Is that my father? Yes. I find dimes everywhere. Is that my loved one? Yes. You know, and so there are all of these beautiful ways that our loved ones are leaving us signs and symbols and when we are more open to that reality, more open to that, that's when we will start to experience more and more from the other side. You know, 
when you leave the physical, you know, our, our loved ones, as I said earlier, they, you know, could mess with the family dog to let us know that they're with us. Uh, you know, they might flicker some lights, you know, electricity is the, the best one that I've found. You know, if you can imagine how quickly that current runs from switching the light switch on to the light illuminating in the room, that's how fast spirit moves. And so when we have a nice high vibration, when we feel amazing and life is going well and maybe we've had some green vegetables and we've had some water and we've been outside to enjoy this beautiful weather that we're having here in Calgary. You know, when we feel really great, our vibration and our frequency is higher and that's when we can start to really experience our loved ones from the other side, if we're open to it. And again, this isn't for everybody. This is not for everybody. It's a different frequency. It's a different flavor altogether. And most people, when they meet me, they're absolutely terrified. <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny. I, I really do think it's funny now. I mean, you know, we we hold off on, on you know, sacrificing the goats. We, we kind of leave that till closer to Halloween or if there's a really special occasion. I'm kidding. I mean, it's... Mediumship is just what I do. It's just who I am. It's just a normal extension of, of my soul's evolution and growth in this lifetime. And I love to share it. And I love to debunk all the silly, crazy Hollywoodism that's been brought up around it. And I love to help people connect into that and help them to know when their loved ones are near. When you think of a loved one just out of the blue, that's them. When you start to feel different sensations, you feel warmth in your body, or you feel a, a temperature shift in the room, those are your loved ones. Those are spirits. You know, if you look at pictures and if you see orbs in the pictures or colors flashing in the pictures, you know, or videos, those are loved ones. There was a video I was watching. It was an exercise video on Instagram. And in the video, you could just, the, just all these orbs of light were dancing. Like they would come in and then they would dance out and they would come in and dance out. There were dozens of them. And I actually, I actually messaged the girl and I said, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a medium and I'm not sure if you're aware of, you know, what that what that realm looks like, but there are orbs of, of spirit in your, in your video. I just wanted to share that with you. I, th I said, it's just absolutely beautiful. Um, and so she replied back and she was just, she's like, now that you've mentioned it, she's like, I'm looking at all the other videos to see how many more were in the other videos. And she wanted to book in and have a session and understand who that was. And maybe it was her sister and maybe it was her grandmother. And so it's absolutely amazing when we start to realize and be open to how our loved ones are leaving us signs and are connecting with us while their soul continues to shift and expand in the afterlife. Think of it as having a bird's eye view, you know, on your entire family. You know, it's like you're so far removed from everything and you just, you can look at everything and just experience everything as it is. You can still spend time with your family. You can shower them with love and give them signs that you are near. In addition to our crossover loved ones, we also have guides and angels that are watching over us. We also have, you know, these benevolent, beautiful energies and beings that are literally waiting in the wings to invite us, to have us invite them into our world to help us, to help us navigate. You know, I have, I have uh, parking guides. You know, it, it just it used to annoy my family to no end. We would be getting ready to go somewhere, say, for example, going to the Saddle Dome for a concert. Well, we're not going to get a parking spot. Oh, yeah, we are. No, we're not going to get a parking spot. And I would just keep saying, yes, we are. And so before we would leave the house, I'd say, hey, guys, Costanza parking as close to the front door as you can. Thanks. And sure enough, we would get there and the parking lot would be packed. And of course, you know, everybody in the car, oh, geez, no, just go back to the other lot. We'll just have to walk. Blah, 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 blah. I said, no, where is my parking spot? And no word of a lie, 99.9% .9 of the time, 
I'll see somebody pulling out and there's my parking spot. So those are parking guides. We have joy guides. We have ascended masters. We have archangels. We have our beautiful crossover loved ones, but we have all of these other guides. We have spirit guides that work and help us through different aspects of our life. And we have a team of spirit guides and universal energies that are just waiting to assist us if we're willing to open that up and look at that. And that's different for everybody. I mean, I grew up Catholic, going to Catholic school. And, you know, the looks I had from people, you know, when I would say, oh, there's, you know, there's my neighbor, Bob. He, he looks fine. He's not wearing glasses and he has hair and he's not walking with a cane. Well, I, you know, didn't realize that I was seeing my crossover neighbor and he was just coming in to say hello. He was coming in to say hello to his granddaughter, who was my friend. So it's interesting as you start to look at things. And so, of course, going to Catholic school, it was, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? I wrote lines. I had to stay after school for detention. I'd get home and try to share it with my family. And, you know, I'd get yelled at or, you know, what's wrong with you? Go to your room. You're not getting supper. <laughs> so I get it. If mediumship is your jam, welcome to the party. If it isn't, that's okay, too. And my guess is that if you're listening to this, that you have capacities with mediumship that maybe you've stepped into and maybe you haven't. Um, you've had experiences happen over the years that you haven't quite figured out what they mean and what that has to do with your world and moving forward. But I'm betting that there's more with mediumship than maybe you're even aware of. So we are never really alone. That's the short answer. We all have guardian angel. We have at least one guardian angel that is with us before we choose to incarnate into this reality until after we leave this physical body. We have one, sometimes there are two. I've, I've, I've encountered people over the years that have two guardian angels um, or even three. I mean, I've seen kind of a, a mini posse with people, but you have main guides that are with you each and every day. And so these energies are around. And are they watching you shag? Probably. Do they care? No. The majority of your guides, especially angels, angels have not been in human form. There are a few ascended masters that have been in uh, human form before, such as um, Archangel Metatron. He has been in human form. He understands perfectly what the lower desires and hungers and the ego and he understands what all of that feels like, the drama, the upset, the grief. He understands the, the you know, the vast spectrum of emotions whereas all of the other angels and archangels do not so for them everything is love and light and let's find a solution and sometimes when you're in a, a human body you just want to just scream at the top of your lungs or tell somebody to f off or you just want to uh, you know what i'm talking about you kind of get in that space where you're so frustrated and it's just it's just not shifting Whereas, you know, some of our guides and angels, they don't know what that, that feels like. They can't understand what that is. But again, we are never really alone. Our guides and our angels help us work through emotionally challenging times. They are guiding us. They are supporting us. And again, they haven't been in a physical body. So sex doesn't mean anything to them. You know, eating a foot-long sub and, you know, having a big Slurpee and a Big Mac that doesn't mean anything to them. Exercising or not exercising doesn't mean anything to them. What they can see is the choices that we could make that would bring ease and joy and happiness into our life. To They, they can see where we can course correct to bring us back into alignment with our truest potential. That is what they are most, most gifted at delivering us about, with gifting us, if you will. 
And so again, they don't care. Uh, they don't judge us. They help us navigate, especially during difficult times, especially during difficult times. When I read for clients who are depressed or even suicidal, they are surrounded by numerous angels, countless angels. Angels and guides have no point of view when it comes to what we choose to do with our time here on earth. If we have a bigger mission or a bigger calling and it's time to get to work, they will start nudging us. They'll start you know, putting us in touch with the right people, the right circumstances. They may have a book show up in our world that is the exact book that we need to read, uh, that we may be guided to take a class and learn something new. We may, um, you know, just jump into a new business opportunity. We may quit a job or we may end a relationship. We may move across the planet all to really align us with our soul's truth, our soul's calling as to why we're here. So they will guide us if we get really off track they will guide us and, and get us back to that place so we can enjoy the life that we're creating here. We can enjoy more of, of our world here in this reality. And again, if we get off track from our dreams and our aspirations, and this can happen, this happens to everybody, myself included. You know, if you're, you're involved with people that um, are not in alignment with what you are in alignment with. And it doesn't make them, them bad or wrong. It's just, it's just that things are not in alignment. You know, I mean, I've got several friends that, that follow different religious doctrines, and that's totally okay with me. That's totally cool. Love it, embrace it, live it, breathe it, make it yours. But don't try to push it on me and don't make what I'm doing wrong. I have a huge heart and a huge capacity to understand what people are choosing because they're choosing what works for them. And our guides are incredible, an incredible resource to help us stay true to us, stay on our path so that we can live a meaningful and joy-filled life. Now, if the idea of a crossover loved one watching you in private Scarfing down ice cream when you're on a diet or using your sleeve to wipe your nose. Gross, Shauna, right? <laughs> Yelling at the dog, your kids or your spouse. If that makes you a little uncomfortable, I invite you to look at that. First, your loved ones are not judging you. They remember everything about being in a physical body with good days and not so good days. Second, I invite you to approve of everything that you do, how you do it, why you do it, and not worry so much about what other people or spirits may think about you or your choices. I mean, if you saw two elk mating out in the mountains, you know, would you judge them or would you just excuse yourself and go on about your day? Okay, sorry, as you were, as you were, go about your day. So our loved ones may pop in for a visit they may see something, they may not. But again, if you're worried about that, I invite you to take a look at that. If you're worried about what other people are going to think or what they're, if they're going to judge you or um, you know, if they're going to look down on what you're doing or what your choices are, I invite you to look at that. Because when you live authentically and you show up as the best version of you no matter what and you are unapologetically you, it doesn't matter. And what I'm finding in my world is that the people that really jive with me, that get me, and yeah, I'm, I'm a big energy. I will tell somebody to F off and I hug 
when I can, hug everybody, and I want the best for everybody, and I want all of us to get out of this alive. <laughs> well, we're not going to get out of it alive. I want everybody to live from that place of true authenticity, knowing that you are fulfilling your mission or your purpose or your bigger calling as to why you chose this incarnation. That's what I wish for each and every person on the planet, to tap into that, to feel it, to marinate in it, to become whatever that version of you is so that you can step courageously into why you're here and share that. And our loved ones on the other side become our greatest cheerleaders. They really do. They become our biggest cheerleaders from the other side. I remember my grandmother saying I was going through a very difficult time. And I remember she used to come and sit on the edge of the bed and she would say, don't you dare give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Use my strength. Use the love I have for you and keep going. And you know, in the days when it gets really tough, I hear her voice. I hear her saying that. I have another loved one. He came in for my birthday and he said, I will love you until the end of time until eternity. And he said, you're so close. Just don't give up. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. I know that you can do this. And so sometimes we forget that we have access to these people, our loved ones. They're just no longer in a physical body, but we still have access to them. We can still connect with them. We can communicate with them. We can feel them. We can, we can, talk to them. We can, we can experience their energy. I always know when my sweetheart is in the room, he'll come in and I just, I just instantly feel his energy all around me. And it's just like, oh, just amazing. And I don't worry about what he sees me doing. I don't worry that, you know, I'm in the tub and he's going to come in and see me naked in the bathtub. I don't worry. I don't care. It's almost like I don't, I don't even register that, that he would, um, you know, be checking me out or, or acting inappropriate. I just, I don't, I really don't. And, you know, my, my, my grandmother, my grandparents on the other side, they have seen me do the ugly cry so many times and they've come in to console me and to be around me. And I don't care if I've got snot running down my face. I don't care if my hair's a mess. And I've got makeup all over the place. I don't care if the house is messy. I don't care because I can feel their love and I can feel their understanding and their care for me how much they love me. And, and that's what I want to leave you with, is just to really, really acknowledge the fact that, you know, our loved ones were human once too, and they don't care what we're doing in the privacy of our own home. You know, they know all about sex with a partner, alone, with several partners. <laughs> it's, really, it's really not a big deal to them. They only want us to live our best life. So everything that this has brought up and let down, we're going to do story and delete it all across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. And that blurb right there is a clearing statement. So it energetically kind of goes through and skims off the excess like a latte. Anything that needs to go, has to go, wants to go, just energetically. You know, again, our loved ones, they want us to live our best life. Now, if you like to vacuum in the nude and grandma wants to pop in and say hi, chances are she may see a little more than she's bargained for and will most likely come back another time. Most likely. I send you mountains of love. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. And what energy, space, and consciousness can we all be 
to enjoy these energies for the next hour. You feel that? Feel that beautiful energy? Place your hand over your heart and just breathe that beautiful energy in. And just be the gift that you came to be. Your loved ones are cheering you on. Cheering you on. You cannot fail. All of my love. I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.